There's a lot of questions people ask when they're looking to buy a home in Canton Township. Do you think it's too small for us to do like a Christmas here? Do you feel like it's more like the Westlake house? And for some people, buying a home in Canton means building something brand new. Often, looking at model homes is the only way to know what you're buying. Don't touch that. No, my goodness. The Landings by Pulte Homes is a suburban development in Canton. It's a work in progress. The company plans to build 90 homes here. But right now, there's only about a dozen that are fully constructed. It's Nicholas Tong's job to sell the rest of the lots. People come in our doors, we kind of help them determine what might be the best layout for them and their family, what their needs are. We're kind of helping them through the whole thing, from point of purchase to closing. Tong is a sales consultant for Pulte Homes. Its founder got his start building homes in Metro Detroit 70 years ago. Now, Pulte Group is a publicly traded construction company worth billions of dollars. Pulte builds and sells thousands of homes in the U.S. every year. Tong says in Canton, a small number of existing homes on the market has convinced a lot of buyers to build new. And then even when you look at the price point of what a resale home is going for versus if I were to build new, there's not that much of a difference, if any. Jenny Doan is one of those buyers. She works as a nail technician in Northville, and her husband is an engineer at Yazaki North America, one of Canton's biggest employers. She says she likes her new home. I think it's a nice area. The neighborhood is really good and quiet place. Everything close to us. Doan says Canton has everything for her and her three children. A good pediatrician, swimming lessons, martial arts classes, and shopping. She says for years, Canton has been their number one place to live. Because a long time ago we lived in Bellevue. My kids were not little, so it, when we wished we, some, if we had a chance to go, we wouldn't go to Canton. Residents like Doan are one of the reasons why hundreds of homes are being built in Canton each year. More than 5,000 homes have been built here since the year 2000 a third of those homes in the last five years. Township Supervisor Pat Williams says suburban developers like Pulte are responding to market demand. As the population grows, people look for housing, and people want to have their housing where there are great schools and a safe community. Williams says building out Canton's suburban footprint has been the township's plan for decades. But the area used to be farmland, which grew corn on the peripheries of Detroit and Ann Arbor. In reality, Canton's population boom started over 60 years ago. And that rapid growth started, in large part, in response to the prospect of school integration. General, did you say the judge ordered busing? He ordered, he ordered a uh, desegregation plan. Did he order busing? That's U.S. Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall questioning Michigan Attorney General Frank Kelly. They're talking about a desegregation plan Michigan put together in the early 1970s. A federal court ordered the state to bus black Detroit students to various white suburban school districts. But that never ended up happening. The Supreme Court ruled against the lower court in its 1974 Milliken versus Bradley decision. In fact, there were many integration proposals considered by Metro Detroit in the 70s. Irene McCabe was a vocal anti-busing activist from Pontiac. That city received national attention after the Ku Klux Klan bombed school buses as the district dealt with its own desegregation plan. McCabe appeared on the Today Show with Barbara Walters in 1972 to explain her own anti-busing position. It has been a negative factor as far as integration in our city is concerned. Immediately in the first year, we lost 11% of our white student body because of the white flight. They left the city of Pontiac, our school district, and fled to the suburbs. The busing issue had a profound effect on Metro Detroit. 
and most of the region's busing plans had a common feature. Their boundaries stopped short of integrating Canton's school district. So people moved here. That decade, Canton's population exploded. More than 40,000 new and mostly white residents started living in the township by 1980. The local population grew nearly five times over. In the decades since, Canton has only attracted more people. Elaine Bazzi recently moved to Canton from Dearborn Heights with her family. She says education was a major factor in their decision to move. The schooling itself is much better, 100%. You know, they see the difference from what they came from. Elaine's husband, Mo Bazzi, says he could get a bigger house in Canton and pay less in taxes. We were looking for a bigger home in Dearborn Heights at first. And we find out how expensive is the property tax on it. The Bazis are Lebanese-American and like that Canton is close to Detroit's greater Middle Eastern community. Mo says diversity was also part of their decision to move. You know, you drive five minutes, you can eat Chinese, Italians, and Lebanese, and a nice, good uh, steakhouse, and everything you want, you find here. Indeed, Canton has become more racially diverse in the years since the township's original population church. Canton's Asian-American communities have flourished. But the percentage of Black and Hispanic residents living here is much lower than in the region as a whole. Still, more and more people are moving to Canton. The Southeast Michigan Council of Government estimates 100,000 people will be living here by 2025, making it one of the fastest-growing areas in the region. For WDET News, I'm Eli Newman in Canton, Michigan.